Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Now, this is episode number 28, recorded on June the 24th, 2019, from Citizen Square. You know, with summer now officially here, many people will be outdoors enjoying all of the great things our city has to offer, including our festivals, uh, the farmers markets, trails, and, and so much more. Many people, and including me, will uh, also visit one of our city's most treasured attractions, the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. To get uh, more details about this exciting summer ahead at the zoo, I'm pleased to welcome Fort Wayne Children's Zoo Director Jim Anderson to the program. Jim, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for the invitation. Well, Jim, I've got a number of questions because, as I said, you are probably the main attraction in the city. I know hundreds of thousands of people visit our, our zoo every year. And as such, uh, we've won uh, one award after another. In fact, uh, I've heard on several occasions that, we, that we're like one of the top ten in the country. Is that correct? Well, if, if you say it, I believe it. <laughs> yes, that's what I hear. And that's what I read, and you got to believe everything that you read. You know, uh, there is no fish, official and formal top ten list of zoos, but there are uh, magazine articles written, and twice we appeared on Parent Magazine's top ten list of zoos for kids ah. in the United States. And now San Diego Zoo is there, and the Bronx Zoo, and the Cincinnati Zoo, but Mayor, uh, the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo, first off, uh, it's the smallest community represented on that top ten ah. list. So that's kind of a feather in the city's cap that over the past 55 years, the resources and the support have come together to kind of let us do what we do out there to serve the community the way we do. So, so you know, as mayor, it's great anytime anything from our city makes any top 10 that's list. True. As long as it's a positive, positive top, one, right, positive right. top 10 list. But um, sure, that's, that's not just a credit to the zoo. It's absolutely a credit to the community. Well, I'm going to ask you a tough question, Jim. Uh, we call our zoo the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. Now, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, there's, there's the uh, San Diego Zoo, there's the Bronx Zoo, there's the Toledo Zoo. Uh, we're the only one that retains the word children in our, in our name, Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. And I think an effort was made, or at least a suggestion some time ago, to take the word children out of the zoo and just have it the Fort Wayne Zoo and there no. was a lot of there was a lot really? of pushback <laughs> there was a lot of pushback uh, obviously we, we didn't do it uh, for several reasons would you want to explain to everybody because I get asked well, that once in a while why do you call it the children's uh, zoo so there are 220 accredited zoos in the United States uh, there are actually two called children's zoos us and the zoo in Lincoln Nebraska uh, so usually I answer this question in two parts. Uh, all zoos are children's zoos, first off. The Bronx Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo, the Indianapolis Zoo, the Louisville Zoo. The typical zoo visitor group is two adults and two kids. Um, it's adults wanting to do something fun and enriching for some young people. Now, if you stand at our front gate, you'll say, well, I see Grandpa and Grandma coming, and I see Uncle Charlie with a kid, I see teenagers on dates, I see college kids, so we welcome everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody is welcome, but the bread and butter of most zoos and aquariums across the United States is adult child groups, families. So that being the case, for 55 years, we've kind of developed our facilities and our programs to address that audience. And 
Some of the stuff seems maybe just intuitive, but the paths are narrow, and a visit to our zoo feels intimate. You don't have to walk a mile from one exhibit to the next exhibit. There's a mix of animals and activities, like Crokey the Frog. It's a push-button frog that's been telling the same riddles for 54 years. We moved it this year, and there was like a public outcry. Where's Crokey the Frog? Uh, so... We are market-driven in that we just we try and serve our market, and if our market is adult-child groups, the other thing, after 55 years, I mean, it's like changing your name to John Henry <laughs> or Max Anderson. It is right. the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. So for sure, maybe people driving by on I-69, mm -hmm. or maybe some new young employees at PNC Bank or Sweetwater, they'll go like, well, I'm not going to go to the Children's Zoo. But invariably, if they do, um, mm -hmm. They're surprised. It's like, well, it's just a zoo. And one more piece, just this year we added on a new membership. We have 15,000 families that hold family memberships. We've always had grandparent memberships and single adult memberships. This year we did a two adult membership. And the whole idea is maybe young people that say, well, I don't need a family membership, but maybe ah. a, a young person, right. a friend. Um, so we've actually had great response to that. So it's a zoo for everybody. There we go. Called the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. Mm -hmm. Well, again, there was been there has been questions asked over the years as to why we retain that name, and there you go. Know. Well, speaking uh, of the fact we are celebrating the fifty fourth season, right? Or is it fifty five? <laughs> I don't have my media person at my right hand the way you do. I think it's fifty five, but don't any of your listeners right. quote either the mayor or I on that. I think it's season number fifty five, to be honest. Well, even though it's still somewhat early in the season, how, how is the season going so far? Well, it is interesting. Uh, we live and die by the weather. Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, three days two weeks ago. On Wednesday, we had 5,400 guests. On Thursday, we had 255 guests. And on Friday, we had 8,400. <laughs> and the difference was sunny weather versus cold, rainy uh -huh. weather. So. Uh, year to date, uh, we're a little bit ahead of last year, oh, really? uh, which is good. It's held up pretty well. You know, in Indiana, when they're not planting corn yet, mm -hmm. that's not been a good spring. Right. Uh, but I will say, when the sun has come out, we've had uh, big crowds. This immediate past Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, we saw nineteen thousand guests, so almost mm. twenty thousand people mm -hmm. in uh, in three days. So it's a lot of people. It is a well, lot of people. It, it's interesting. As I talk to families, I'm surprised. Well, I guess I'm not really surprised. That's not the correct word. I'm just fascinated by the fact families keep going back. You would think once you've seen the zoo, then they're done. You've that. seen exactly. Yet that's not the case. They keep bringing their children back or keep going back to uh, to see what else you might have to offer. So six hundred thousand annual guests. Right. Uh, around half of those are members, they're season pass holders, which probably mean, Mayor, that they are repeat visitors. So what people that have a season pass do, instead of trying to see the whole doggone thing in one visit, uh -huh. they'll come in, uh, maybe go up to the rainforest, ride the carousel, the kids start getting fussy, they're out of there. Uh, a week later, they'll come back and maybe walk Africa. We're open evenings now uh, until 8 awesome time for families to come back so you you will see a lot of repeat visitors and I will tell you I mean I've worked there 40 years I can still walk around our zoo and see something that I've never seen before with with, with a thousand critters actually 1400 
um, you'll see something right. that you've never seen before, uh, which is, that's, that's the joy of a visit. So. Well, you said you've been there 40 years. And <laughs> did I say seen, that? Yes, you did. <laughs> and you've seen uh, the zoo grow and new offerings, uh, new rides, uh, other new attractions. Uh, I know that you've been on every ride. Uh, <laughs> not if today, not, yeah. then, yeah, not I, today. I, yeah. not, but which one's your favorite? Oh my gosh, the Sky Ride. Uh, mine too. <laughs> that is that is so. It's that's something it's, else. It's forty-three feet off the ground. If we had built it any higher, we would have ne needed a different kind of permit. So we said stay under fifty <laughs> feet or whatever the height was. Uh, it's relaxing. It you, is. Adults it is. can just kind of sit there and chill out. Uh, for kids, it's a little it's a little thrilling because they are forty feet off the ground. Uh, so we've got the sky ride, the carousel goes around in circles and circles. Right. The boat ride is also one that uh, adults will kind of use it for a little uh, ten minute break while the, while the kids <laughs> have fun. And then the train ride, my goodness, that thing has been there. It actually opened the year before the zoo opened. The train was done, the zoo wasn't mm -hmm. ready. But let me tell you one more wrinkle. Uh, last year we finally added uh, a car to the train with a built-in um, ramp for people confined to wheelchairs. Oh. We had to remove some seats, but we could pull in the station, and, and if, if you're in a wheelchair that day, uh, we'd drop the ramp down, get you on there, load you down. Little pushback from a few guests, like, why did you eliminate so many seats? And then we, we, had, we had a mother tell us, uh, you know what? Today was the first time um, my one son could ride the train with his brother. And, like, is that cool? That's pretty cool. So we use a lot that a lot, but all rides are fun. So don't ask me, excuse me, don't ask me which favorite animal is my favorite because I'm not allowed to say. Oh, it's okay. like your favorite I'll kid, strike, right? I'll strike, that, I'll strike that question. All right. Obviously, from what you've just said, Jim, uh, and, and I'm sure people in our city have, have uh, witnessed this as well, the zoo uh, is a very complex environment. Not only, as you said a few minutes ago, you have animals, you have all other kinds of uh, of opportunities for people to, to to learn and to and to observe uh, from from the animals themselves to plants. Sure. You've got a wide variety sure, of plants, sure. and then as you mentioned, all all the rides. Uh, you've got a lot of personnel that work for we the do. zoo, some full time year round, and a lot of part time help in the summer. Uh, your annual budget must be enormous. It's not as big as yours. Well, that is true. That is true. And, but besides besides the general admission, uh, do you have other funding sources? Do you have other? Do you have a foundation? Yes. So first off, um, I hope you won't feel jealous, but I kind of feel like I'm a mayor of my own little city out you there. You are. Uh, you are. Because we do animal health. We do veterinary medicine. We have two full-time vets. We do education programs. We've gotten to see 36,000 kids in their classroom every winter. We have maintenance. Uh, we have a CFO, uh, you know, a CPA uh, to manage mm -hmm. our finance. Uh, we do donor development. We do maintenance planning. Uh, we do retail. We, we sell a million dollars worth of souvenirs a year, a million dollars mm -hmm. worth of food to our guests. So. All our bills added up to deliver the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo to the community add up to just about uh, $10 million. Half of that is payroll to pay mm -hmm. all those people sure. I told you about. We have a, a hundred full-time employees, and then during the summer we bring on about another two, 250 
to drive the train, flip sure. the hamburgers, clean the restrooms, uh, sell, sell admissions at the front gates. So all of that $10 million, does the city of Fort Wayne give us any of that? No. No. We, you were, we covered that. That was the setup. I was going to say if you need it, we would give you more money. Well, but, thank you. But obviously. We have great you needs. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> we have great needs, Mayor. Let's I don't talk. have a foundation like you do. So, um, admissions, membership, rides, concessions, guest food service, all those guest-generated revenues will cover about 78% of that $10, $10 million. Uh, we do annual campaign fundraising, mm -hmm. so there's donations. And then we do have uh, a couple of endowments. We, we have a, a $10 million endowment that we mm -hmm. take 5% of the fund value every year to capital maintenance. Exciting things like roofs, pumps, yeah. heating and air conditioning <laughs> yeah. systems that, well, that's, we've got 40 acres of buildings and grounds to maintain, so, so that is the way we do it. So that's the operational side. Basically, we pay for the operations by the guests who use the operations. Right. Uh, on the on the capital side, like how did we build Monkey Island or a new otter exhibit or renovate Africa? That is all donated money. And, and you know, Mayor, how generous this community is. Uh, for 55 years, basically everything that guests can see at the zoo was built with donated money. Now, back in 65, 1965, when the zoo was founded, it didn't take quite as much money. Um, today, as you know, road, Big business. roads aren't cheap, trees yep. aren't nothing is cheap. Nope. Uh, but we have had uh, very generous people, and many of them in the community step up uh, to help the zoo. So. Jim, I get asked another question, as I'm sure you do too, on a pretty regular basis. What do you do with all of your animals in the wintertime? Great question. Uh, every animal that, that our guests can see during the summer, except for the ponies, is at the zoo year-round. So the, the ponies go back to the, the farm. Uh, the, the ponies are a subcontracted operation with the Hooley family. Uh, they go back to their farm in uh, southeast uh, Allen County. Everything else, the giraffes, the kangaroos, the monkeys, the birds, uh, the fish, the sharks, uh, they're all at the zoo. And as you walk around the zoo, some of those spaces you can kind of see in the background. Uh, some animals, our, our lions, uh, well, their, their winter quarters is bigger than my house, but uh, they can also, they can go outside down to like 20 or 30 degrees to, to get fresh air and wander around. Giraffes need 50 degrees, so they live in their barn uh, most of the time. But you can, as you drive down Well Street by Edie's Ice Cream, you can look back there and see the tall part of a, of a long building, and that's, that's where the giraffes are. So. so they're in there all winter. They are there. And our keep, keepers, like, so Christmas Day, you and I are home uh, unwrapping packages and uh, look in the zoo parking lot. There's 30, 35 cars in the parking lot. Everybody's in there. Uh, Feeding the giraffes and cleaning the monkeys and taking care of business. Alfie, don't. Taking care of business. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Jim, it, there's no question that no matter what a person's age is, that everyone loves to go to the zoo for one reason or another, uh, which means you can get pretty busy certain times of the day, certain days of the week. If I wanted to go to the zoo, what would be the best time for me to visit? Mayor, we can clear the place out for you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Any day is a good day when Mayor Henry visits the zoo. Uh, you know, uh, 
I already mentioned membership. Our, our members kind of sort of intuitively have found those little gaps. Sunday mornings are, are a great time to visit the zoo. Uh, the zoo kind of clears out uh, three, four o'clock. Uh, during the, the summer between Memorial Day and Labor Day now, we are open until eight o'clock every mm -hmm. night, last admission at seven. But you know, you can come in at uh, five, six o'clock find a place to park quite easily there's no lines for the rides the animals are kind of uh, waking up from their afternoon naps so uh, we call it the zoo comes alive after five but it really does that is a great time to visit and then sometimes I'll tell people and I don't want any of your listeners to take this too seriously but if it seems like a great day to visit the zoo or a great time to visit the zoo think about maybe coming a different time because mm -hmm. everybody else is sort of thinking the same, same thing. thing so a sunny yeah. afternoon sunny Sunday afternoon at one o'clock it's going to it's be. Going to be yeah. It's going to be pretty busy. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, so yesterday Sunday, uh, 6,200. It was pretty busy, but there's still there's still plenty of room. Uh, but we love the evening thing. Mm -hmm. that, that is a, a great time to visit. Or uh, does, it's counterintuitive, but like a rainy day, the animals are up and active. Uh, bring an umbrella or a, or a poncho or something, and, and have a rainy day adventure. It's a great oh, day to visit the zoo. But remember, you. Any Anytime. Day. Okay. Anytime. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Jim, are there are there things uh, that the zoo uh, offers that people may not be aware of? What goes on at the zoo that people might be uh, might be interested in but uh, are unaware of? Well, the zoo staff twenty four hours a day, uh, mayor twelve months a year, so somebody is there all night, every night. Uh, and as you can imagine, uh, there's a bunch of people that come in early in the morning today, like when we're open, they're hosing paths, they're cleaning the restrooms again. We have a commissary crew that comes in at five or six every morning, 600 breakfasts every morning. Somebody has to chop those apples, uh, prepare that food. I think people can kind of figure that out. You have to feed your animals, you have to clean your facility. Uh, the maintenance crew is there all hours taking care of stuff. Uh, not all our education efforts are so obvious. Uh, every visitor can have an educational experience, but for sure there's a lot of programs we do. We run a summer camp for eight weeks. Uh, when the zoo is closed, we get out into the local elementary schools, actually in a, in a seven-county area, thanks to the DECO Foundation. They found, found fund Zoomobile up to the north and west in here. Uh, great partners. Uh, but we visit more than 30,000 uh, school kids and seniors and preschool kids in their classrooms or, or, or their retirement homes during the winter. Uh, a lot of that is free of charge to those users. Well, there's another thing. Uh, we provide free admission to 15,000 people a year, wow. mostly um, families or kids that are somehow at risk or disadvantages. <laughs> we, we, we try to identify those uh, folks by the group. And then here's a number uh, that's real interesting. Um, we have a conservation, uh, well, we have all kinds of conservation programs, but, but we partner with conservation organizations out the, outside the zoo, Indonesia, uh, Africa, South America, and last year we sent 30 partner conservation organizations, $273,000. Wow. So where does that come from? One dollar of every admission and one dollar of every membership we earmark to this conservation fund, and then we try to tell our guests about that. You get a washer when you come in the front gate, right? And then a hundred feet down the path, you get to vote for one of these three conservation programs. Oh my goodness! Three of the thirty to try and help direct our investment that year. So the 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 top vote getter last year, 
we send a check for forty thousand dollars. So it's and in Africa or Indonesia, that money goes a long, long way to help protect orangutans or lions. So we try with our guests and our education students, we try to connect our animals with animals in the wild. Our mission is to connect kids and animals, strengthen families, Mm -hmm. and inspire people to care. Care about what? Animals, nature, being outside, each other, family. we try to be a force for good in, in your community. That's what we try to do. Well, I do remember a couple of years ago, you and I had a contest on naming animals, and I, I believe you won it. I did? Uh, yes, you did. Remind me uh, of the details. No, I'm not going to do that, um, because <laughs> uh, we might we might do it again next time, and right. uh, I want to I win You want to win. Time. Yep. All right. Well, Jim, uh, unfortunately, that's about all the time we no. have for today. Yes, I'm afraid so. Uh, but I do want to thank you uh, for joining us today. It was, it was a very, very good show. And thank, thank you for sharing with us all this, all the information. Everyone at the zoo is proud to serve the community mayor, and we are proud to serve the community that you're the mayor of. So thank, thank, thank you, you for this I, opportunity. Oh, I, I really do appreciate uh, what what you do. Obviously, 40 years you've been involved and. In, and uh, I know you got a tremendous staff. Every time I go out to the zoo, uh, the, the hospitality is offered by your staff is, is phenomenal. Uh, before I go, though, how, how can people learn more about the zoo? Do you have a website? Yes, we do, oh, of course. KidZoo.org. I, I was going to try and give them your phone number, but you probably <laughs> wouldn't want to get all those calls. Yeah, huge website, huge social media presence, 100,000 Facebook friends. So um, just connect with us via the internet. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. This is Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great rest of your day.